Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia. Are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. And we publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. This week, we're going to learn about Ascension Recovery Services, a successful full-service addiction recovery service company located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Montegalia County. And their founder and CEO, Doug Leach. Doug, are you ready to get down to business? Absolutely, Jim. All right, Doug. I'm so glad you've uh, taken time out of your schedule to be on our show to talk about what you're doing at Ascension. Doug Leach is founder and CEO of Ascension Recovery Services, as well as West Virginia Sober Living Incorporated. Doug received his bachelor's degree in accounting from Penn State University and worked for Ernst & Young prior to founding Ascension. At Ascension, Doug contracts with families and treatment centers to provide recovery and uh, consulting services related to addiction. Doug has assisted with the development of a number of drug and alcohol treatment services, including inpatient treatment centers, sober living homes, and outpatient programs across the United States. Uh, Doug is also a servant. He serves on a local uh, a number of board of directors and nonprofit corporations, including uh, Rotary Clubs, uh, Ro- or the Morgantown Rotary Club, West Virginia Public Theater, where he serves in leadership capacity. Doug, take a, a, a couple of seconds here, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Thanks, Jim, for that introduction. Uh, hello, everybody. A uh, little peek into my personal life and, and also what drives me in this business uh, is the fact that I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic. Uh, and I say that proudly. I'm proud to be a West Virginian, and I'm proud to be in recovery from addiction uh, and, and be able to share my story and help others uh, overcome it. Another important thing is I have a beautiful wife and a newborn son, Dougie Jr. He's three months old, and Life is pretty good, Jim. Awesome, man. I love it. Uh, and I, 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 I just, I, I'm really excited to help uh, you tell the uh, Ascension Recovery Services story here on Positively West Virginia. You got a lot of amazing things going on, and I just want people to be aware of, of what you're doing out there to not only help um, in this uh, the issue of, of addiction and, and recovery, but really helping make West Virginia a better place for all of us. So definitely uh, excited to, to learn more about your story, Doug. Doug, how did you know? How did you get get started in in this business? So, Jim, I, uh, I was born in Morgantown. Uh, you know, I grew up here, um, had lots of friends and family, and I went away to school at Penn State and then worked at Ernst & Young in Pittsburgh. And uh, I was always entrepreneurial in spirit, uh, hardworking, and um, I got caught up in taking some pain pills for an injury, um, and I really liked the feeling. Um, I had no idea 
how powerful the stuff was and how easily it could hook you. Um, you know, it, it, it took me down pretty quick and in pretty spectacular fashion. Um, and, uh, you know, really I hit what you hear as rock bottom and I didn't know what to do, man. I tried everything I could to, to be a, you know, I thought I was a bad person and I was just trying to not do these bad things and take drugs. And, you know, I had no power over it. Um, and I was introduced to recovery. I got to go to treatment. Um, and, and whenever I went to treatment, options were limited to almost non-existent in West Virginia. So I went out to Minnesota um, for, for treatment at Hazelden. I stayed out there for about a year because after inpatient rehab, there was no sober living. There was no uh, real strong support system um, with high accountability back here in Morgantown. So uh, I stayed out there a lot longer. And when I came back to Morgantown, I, you know, I was passionate about recovery. Um, you know, I wanted to help other people. And I saw there was a big void in our market. You know, we had some really good services in the Mon County area provided by uh, WV Medicine Valley Healthcare, but there was no residential treatment. There was no sober living. Um, just resources were extremely limited. So that's when my mission kind of came about and it was that, you know, I didn't want other people to have to travel halfway across the country to get uh, services for this disease. So, um, you know, I was lucky enough. I had family that was able to provide for uh, my treatment and pay for it. And uh, that, that's kind of few and far between here in West Virginia. We have a lot of folks struggling and, um, you know, it, it's just, we, we need services that uh, can be provided for folks of all socioeconomic classes. And uh, so I decided to start opening up programs around the state and, and, and then eventually around the country that, that serve, you know, all people. Hmm. Well, that's a fascinating story, Doug, and uh, my hat's off to you for, for really seeing a need and filling that need. That's the essence of a successful business right there if you don't have those two things. Doug, what's, the, uh, what's your 30-second elevator pitch for Ascension Recovery Services? Jim, we, uh, we have two sides of the company. We have the clinical side and a program development side. On the clinical side, our specialty is intervention. So if a family has a loved one, that recently got arrested. Uh, they've been trying for years to get the person in recovery. They can't. They don't know what to do. They've tried everything that they know how. Call us. We will teach you about intervention, what our process is like, uh, and get your loved one into treatment. Our success rate is about 94% of the time that we get hired, we get someone into treatment. On the program development side, we get hired by individuals, uh, hospitals, healthcare systems, existing clinics that want to uh, open up a residential treatment center, an in-sorry in intensive outpatient program. It's a tongue twister. Partial hospitalization program or a sober living home. We teach them how to do it. We design and develop the program from the ground up, starting with a budget and feasibility study, uh, pro forma financial analysis, and all the way through to uh, hiring the staff, rec recruitment of the staff, and uh, training everybody, getting ready to open up the doors. Awesome. Well, well stated. Doug, what would you say is the thing that you're most excited for, for your company right now? Well, I'm excited that we're able to, you know, we don't want to get in and uh, own these treatment centers or run them. Uh, if we did that, that would take all of our time and effort to, to do that. We like to take our model and help other people uh, get their programs off the ground. Um, we like to design them 
so that they provide the best clinical care and that they're also financially sustainable so they can keep the doors open and, um, you know, help a lot more people. And, you know, what I'm excited about is we get to, um, you know, we get to be the wind in the sails for these other companies uh, getting their programs up and running. And so as I look around at the state and, and the region, I get to see these other programs that are helping people and uh, we got to play a little part in that. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that is very exciting. And, and now with your, um, you know, with, with these program services, you're actually able to do this outside of the state of West Virginia. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure can. We, we, you know, we do a whole lot of work uh, inside of West Virginia. We, uh, with many hospitals in the state, I mean, we work, do we do a lot with WVU Medicine and uh, a lot of various departments within WVU and have a really great partnership with them. We also do work down with uh, Recovery Point, um, Capital Huntington Hospital, Marshall Health, uh, Clarksburg Mission. I mean, we, we've, we've done work with a lot of organizations in the state and uh, you know, and, and, and other folks around the region and the country have taken notice to that. And, uh, you know, they, they see what's going on here in West Virginia and it's a lot of good stuff and they want to be a part of it. So we are doing work in Florida, Texas, California, Maryland, New Jersey, Indiana, Wisconsin, uh, and I'm probably forgetting a state or two, but, uh, we're doing work. A lot of mm, wow. Yep. So it's pretty exciting. That, that's very exciting. Doug, when did you guys, when did you start the company? In uh, 2013 is when I uh, opened up Morgantown Sober Living, and that was my first sober house. Um, I started working on it in 2012. We actually opened up in 2013. Um, at the same time, uh, one of my uh, friends from Minnesota that I met when I was out there living, uh, he was a drug and alcohol interventionist. Um, he had a company where he provided intervention services and also consulting to treatment centers called Intervent Consulting. Um, and that's his name's Craig Cohen. Um, you'll see him. He's the, uh, the counselor featured in Recovery Boys on Netflix right now and uh, my best friend. And so we formed that. Uh, well, he had this company. It was in existence for 10, 12 years. Um, we uh, merged and we kind of uh, reconstituted the, the company to be a partnership between the two of us. So we had a, a hub in St. Paul, Minnesota and a hub in Morgantown, West Virginia. So it, it grew from there. We, um, our first consulting job that we did together in West Virginia was for Jacob's Ladder and Kevin Blankenship. Um, he hired uh, Craig and myself and our company to help him design and develop that uh, treatment center. And, and um, so we got to play a, a little role there in uh, supporting him and his vision uh, to, to create that program. Um, and, and it grew from there. Uh, Craig and I then, we parted ways right before uh, Jacob's, right at the time Jacob's Ladder was opening. Um, Craig was kind of getting burnt out on the addiction recovery business. He had been in it for 17 years at this point. Um, he wanted to get more involved in real estate. My fire was just getting burning, so uh, I wanted to continue. So that's when Ascension Recovery Services was born. Um, and the staff that we had at Intervent Consulting followed me over uh, to Ascension. Uh, Craig continued there at uh, Jacob's Ladder uh, to, to help them in the early days. And, um, and that was kind of a a part-time effort and in part-time he was doing real estate out in Minnesota. Um, 
and then eventually he he turned to full-time real estate in uh, Minnesota. So uh, Ascension, we, we we just started growing. Uh, part of our mission is we hire people that are in recovery. So folks that we put through Morgantown Sober Living, which is now West Virginia Sober Living, uh, and they're doing very well and, you know, on stable footing and uh, practicing the, the principles of recovery in all their affairs. They're the first candidates that we consider for jobs uh, at Ascension. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of, you know, we get to help people uh, recover and then we're able to provide them stable employment. It's interesting listening to that story because just you know just in a time frame of five short years, you're not only having a tremendous impact on the state of West Virginia, but actually around the country. So my hats off to you, Doug. You know, one of the things I like to ask people on this on this podcast is, you know, talking about their worst business moment. Uh, you know, obviously this is called positively West Virginia, but I think there's so much to be gained by learning from those bad experiences too. So take us to that place. Um, if your worst business experience since you've been in Ascension, tell us that story and share that with us if you don't mind. Yep. That's a great question, Jim. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to find a, a, a worst moment because everything is so exciting and we, we just love what we do and it, it really doesn't feel like work. You know, it, it's that, that question uh, just highlights kind of a big part of our mission. So whenever I started here in Morgantown, a lot of the listeners and readers probably remember this, but um, I was going to open up the first sober home uh, downtown Morgantown at 206 Spruce Street. And uh, while the majority of the community was in just full support and they recognized what a big problem that we had, not only in the state, but in our county. Um, and, and so I had a lot of support, but there were not everybody supported us. You know, there was a lot of folks that um, that not only opposed me, but they filed lawsuits against me. Um, so I had a whole, uh, you know, group of folks that, that sued me and tried to keep me from opening, um, you know, and they said things like we were going to have, uh, we were going to be laying drunk out in the street. We're going to be kidnapping children, walking across the bridge. I mean, just pretty horrendous things. So it's hard enough to get a business started. Um, you know, the statistics on the amount of businesses that fail in the first two years, I mean, it's just kind of overwhelming. So not only were we up against a, a startup business and how to make the thing provide good care and be financially sustainable, but we had, uh, you know, people in the, in the community suing us, trying to prevent us uh, from opening. So, so that was, uh, that was difficult, but uh, you know, for the folks that know me well, know I'm always up for a fight and up for a challenge. And uh, you know, we just put our heads down and we knew, we believed what we were doing. We knew it was going to help people. We, you know, of course there's, I mean, I, I got in, into this business to help people, uh, not to hurt children or be a public nuisance, you know? So it was getting over that public perception, letting people know what we were doing. And, you know, and so that, that also struck a personal chord with me because I'm in recovery from addiction. So I spoke at the board of zoning appeals hearing and, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, that addicts and alcoholics are terrible people. And, and I would say, well, I'm one of those people. And they would say, well, we're not talking about you. We're talking about all the other ones. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to not take that personally. And, and, uh, and it hurts, but, but uh, a lot of those folks that oppose us um, have since become supporters of us. Uh, they've reached back out to us and said, you know what, we didn't understand. We're sorry. Uh, how can we help? And that's pretty powerful. Um, and we certainly don't, we don't turn our backs on those people. I mean, just, you know, we, uh, we, 
like that feedback. We we like to have more supporters. Um, you know, and, and very quickly we got recognized as being uh, just a huge asset to to Mon County and to Morgantown. Uh, so much so that we we you know other communities have invited us in, and you know we're we're a great community partner uh, and not a nuisance. Excellent, Doug. Just if you could sum up all that experience in up in one sentence, like a one takeaway, what would it? How would you sum that up? If you believe in your business, don't let anybody stop you. You know, plow forward. I mean, uh, whenever I was getting mortgage sober living up and running, people said a sober home won't work here. It you know you need a residential treatment center first. I mean, in every project that we take on, uh, people say you can't do it, and, and we succeed at every impasse. So. Uh, I just implore the listeners and, and the readers to just keep fighting. I love it. Doug, I want to take a, f- a brief uh, few seconds here to mention our incredible sponsors for Positively West Virginia. They are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allows us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like that of Ascension Recovery Services. All right, Doug, let's get back to it. Doug, what's, what would you say is the best thing about being in business right now in West Virginia? Well, Jim, I, you know, our, our state has received a lot of negative attention for leading the country in overdose deaths. Uh, we've seen those trends uh, reverse, and, and the reason is because you have a lot of communities pulling together. Um, it's really exciting because we, you know, we are the epicenter of addiction in the country, but we're also where the most research, the most new programs are developing, uh, you know, the most innovation and community support is happening right here in West Virginia. So it's a very exciting uh, place to be in business. Uh, you know, we get to help countless people. There's no shortage of uh, people to help in West Virginia. Exactly. And, and, and you know, truthfully, I mean, you, you know, you started this company in, you know, with the Sober Living House in 2013, and, and the timing couldn't have been more perfect, right? I mean, you, you're having a huge impact all across the state and uh, with, with, with what you're doing, not only with uh, alcohol, but uh, the whole drug addiction and opi- opioid situation. So my hat's off to you for that. Absolutely. Doug, what's the long-term vision for your, for your company, Ascension? So Jim, we we've been expanding a, a around the country, and you know where I really see us fitting in. There's a big explosion of treatment centers popping up around the country, um, and we're participating in that development, and we're helping these programs get up and running. We're also starting to see, you know, there's programs that people get up and running. They have a big caring heart. They want to get a program up, but they they're not sure how to make the thing financially sustainable, how to make it work, and, and then they struggle. So we've we have prepared for, we've taken on some of these engagements and we're looking to the future to, you know, help programs get up and running and then circle the country again and help, help other programs that we, that we haven't worked with uh, to, to improve their clinical outcomes, uh, to improve their uh, financial uh, sustainability plan. So you know, that's where I see us going is, um, you know, then being a healthcare consulting company where we help, um, you know, other uh, treatment centers around the country improve performance. That's awesome. Great, great vision. How many employees do you have now, Doug? Man, Jim, I got to count that about every day to try to figure it out. <laughs> we have uh, about 12 people at Ascension. 
and and then we have some more peer recovery coaches over at West Virginia Sober Living. All in all, I'd say 15, 16, something like that. That's awesome, man. Great, great job. And then we have uh, also, Jim, we have uh, we have a pool of folks that are part-time and, and consultants to us. So as we go get a new project and need extra bandwidth, we pull them in uh, to work with us more. Um, so I don't really count those folks, but uh, they help us to scale. That's awesome. Doug, what's one piece of advice you would give to young people? Um, you know, maybe they're entrepreneurial minded like you were when, when you were starting out. What's one piece of advice you would give them uh, about starting a company here in West Virginia? So, Jim, I, you know, pretty much everybody I come in contact with that, that's, you know, my age or younger, uh, they want to make a bigger paycheck. They want to have their own business. They want to have more responsibility. Uh, the vast majority of these folks, uh, they want to come to work at nine o'clock and at five o'clock, you better get out of the way because you're going to get run over. And so if you want to be successful and be an entrepreneur, the folks that I see succeed, and this is certainly true for me, you have to outwork everybody else. Um, you know, there is no such thing as a nine to five if you have your own business. You know, it's, it's you know, my days start very early and they go very late. You know, and I, I love my wife and my, my son and, you know, I, you know, it's, having my own business, I have some flexibility so I can spend time with them. I can take them to these other states that I'm going to to work on. And I certainly make time for them. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I think you need to go into this thinking that there's no one that's going to outwork you. And if you do that, uh, you stand a better shot. That's awesome advice. Thank you. Doug, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? That's a great question, Jim. Uh, and I do this, you know, I never miss a day with this, but I start my morning every morning praying and I pray to God and ask him to uh, give me direction for the day and, and uh, to help me do his will and not my own. Uh, the success that we're having is really not much about me, but more about him. Uh, so the more that I try to do the next right thing, try to seek out God's will for me and to do his will, uh, the, the, you know, the success just kind of, that, that takes care of itself. Um, so, you know, I have a mission, um, I have a purpose, um, I'm seeking guidance on that and, and I get strength from God. And, and, and so that's without a doubt, the most important thing I do every day. That's a beautiful thing. I always say he's in control. I'm not in control. That's right. <laughs> More God left me. It's his, his plan. <laughs> oh man. Doug, what's, uh, what's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Microsoft Excel. Uh, and the people that know me well, uh, they, they joke. I mean, I, I love Microsoft Excel. I put everything in it. I manipulate that data, and, uh, and, and it, it's such a valuable resource. I see folks get into business, and, you know, and they're not quite sure how to use Microsoft Office. I think that's one of those things that everybody puts on their resume, but you know, if you can focus on one thing, and you're a business owner or getting into business, learn Microsoft Excel. Mm. Mm. That's great, and it doesn't surprise me uh, knowing that you you know you have an accounting degree. So, <laughs> and I know you're a numbers guy, so that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Doug, what's one book that you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs and business people? Uh, I would say Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, you know, there's there's this trend that you see. Um, you know, around the country that, uh, you know, the, the people that grew up and had nothing, uh, fight, work hard, become successful, stand on their own two feet. Folks, you know, like my dad always said, the more you give a kid, the, 
the less they'll they'll do for themselves. And so my dad always, uh, you know, for me, um, he it, it was it, it was like I thought it was cruel and harsh, but you know he didn't give me anything, and and you know he wanted me to stand up on my own two feet and make it on my own, and and that's so important, and and I I really like that. So um, you know the more uh, you know that I was forced to do it all on my own. I mean I, I've got that that drive and that passion and that uh, you know that that fight in me. Um, you know so I, I think it's a really good book to read. I think it's um, you know. A lot of good takeaways there. Real quick shout out. Uh, we'll give a real quick shout out to my mom also. Uh, she's such a loving, caring person. So she's also uh, instilled with me uh, those values. So, you know, I go out in, in the business I do in the state and around the country. Uh, you know, I'm a tough negotiator and, and I work really hard. And, and, and But I also do it in a very caring and loving way. You know, we have such great relationships with all the people that we work with. Um, you know, when we do work for a hospital, they hire us uh, long term and bring us into 10 more projects. So I think that's really important, too. Absolutely. And uh, one thing I was going to mention is that uh, we'll have a link in the show notes and on our resources page to uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, too. So if people want to read that book and they haven't picked it up yet, they just click a link and buy it right directly from Amazon. So thanks for sharing that with us. And and, uh, and thanks for shouting out to your mom, too. I, I've met her before numerous times, and she's she's a pretty awesome lady as well. Uh, Doug, um, I wanted to, to, to probe a, a question uh, it's a little different, but um, you you mentioned the different collaborators that you you work with and the different hospitals and healthcare organizations around the state. Back in February, I had Brandon Dennison on from Coalfield Development, and I I believe you're involved pretty pretty well in, in that program too. Are you able to speak a, a little bit about that for a minute or two? Absolutely, uh, Jim. So uh, through one of my collaborative projects with WVU, um, you know, they said you really got to meet this guy down in the southern part of the state, Brandon Dennison. And we've told him about you and we're, you know, we want to tell you about him. And uh, he, he's a young guy my age, started his business. And, you know, he has a mission to help West Virginians. And that's also our mission. So uh, we met up and he has a job creation and, excuse me, a training uh, model. And we have a model that is addiction recovery treatment, all things, you know, in that uh, nature. So they said, what if we pair you two up together and you can come up with a, uh, a job creation and, and reintegration model for people that are in early recovery. So the idea, um, I mean, that was really Bill Ramsey and uh, Dr. Mark Howell, Dr. Bill Ramsey and Dr. Mark Howell at WVU. So they paired us up together. We, we met and it just, it grew from there. So Brandon and I have uh, started uh, an organization called Reintegrate Appalachia, and it's where we provide uh, good jobs for people in early recovery. So they work 33 hours a week at the job. They have uh, uh, college education, technical school for six hours a week, um, three hours a week of professional development, and they also have uh, drug testing, counseling, recovery accountability, sober living home uh, placement. So. Uh, we, we really get to take folks that have, um, you know, that have gone to treatment, come out of treatment, uh, we give them purpose and hope. And in West Virginia, there's a lot of parts of the state where there are no jobs. You know, in Mon County, we're lucky that there are jobs, but a lot of them are not recovery conducive. So uh, what we're doing is creating jobs 
uh, for people uh, that are very much recovery conducive. Um, you know, they're not going to jeopardize their sobriety. And then we provide all these other layers of accountability and support to them. Um, so it's been a great relationship. I have uh, nothing but the highest respect for Brandon and, and uh, what he's done. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And that, that that's the power of collaboration right there. You guys working together to make, uh, make a huge difference in our state. So thanks for doing that for sure. Doug, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia who could possibly help grow your company, who would it be? It's a good question, Jim. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like I've, I've networked and connected with uh, the the leaders of, of the hospitals around the state. You know, I've met personally with the CEOs, CFOs, controllers of these hospitals, and and the executive directors of other uh, treatment programs. So, what I would do is I'd probably, um, you know, and I'm pretty well connected to all those folks. But I would say uh, Woody Thrasher. You know, I'd like to meet him. I've heard a lot about him, and he he's grown a very successful business. And I thought. It, you know, I'd like to pick his brain and see, you know, what he's done to, to grow his company. And, and uh, you know, because I've never met him and it'd be interesting to meet him and pick his brain. Awesome. Great. And, uh, you know, we're all about making connections here. So we'll see if we can uh, line that up for you for sure. Doug, it's been an honor to have you on the Positively West Virginia podcast. I think you're doing amazing work. Just listening to you is an inspiration. In closing, how can our listeners learn more about you and your company? Uh, they can go to our website, and Jim, I imagine you'll post those on the on the site. But you know, go there, company. You'll see some of the organizations that we're working with, um, all the services that we do. You know, uh, what I hope comes of this, Jim, is that um, you know there's a lot of people in West Virginia that don't know where to turn to, and uh, because we're a very rural state, so you know resources might not be right next door to them, but there are a lot of resources. So seek us out, look us up, give us a call. If we can't help you, we'll we'll uh, put you with someone that can. Um, you know, it's uh, it's over the next couple of years, as West Virginia becomes more connected, uh, I, I think folks will be able to find these resources more easily. But give us a call, and we will uh, help direct you. Excellent. Thank you, Doug. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Doug Leach and Ascension Recovery Services, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And I just want to give a shout out to all those folks who have been sending cards of, and social media posts and so forth like that, uh, giving us encouragement. It really helps us to, to stay motivated to bring these stories. It's a really a great mission that we're on here. And of course, we encourage you to share these stories too on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.